The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Moving on to a bit of old news. This is like a week old-ish, maybe a little longer. But the news of it, the decision of it, the thought process of it is still sticking in my craw. I don't know why I can't get over it. I don't think other people are getting over it either. It's like just a regular season game idiot move, but it showcases the dysfunction that I have been hearing about from the Brooklyn Nets for weeks now six weeks eight weeks all of that to say what the fuck are the Brooklyn Nets doing what are they doing this team is all kinds of fucked up I can't understand what their philosophy is I can't understand why they're doing the things that they do I said this six weeks ago people didn't believe me and now thankfully they're showing their ass thankfully they're showing their ass last Wednesday this is what happened the Nets played a Bucks team that has been struggling it was the Nets' fifth game in seven days. But let's be honest, this is a very young team. The Bucks are playing their third game in five days. So both teams probably gassed, right? The Nets, by the way, at home during the Christmas break, wanted to sell out the arena, put on a show, Giannis, Dame, you know, the crew, Mikael Bridges, Nick Claxton, support them. Ah! Brooklyn, Brooklyn, right? Right? Like, that's the vibe. No, wrong. Not this Nets team. It's Grinch time, baby. Only coal in your fucking stocking. Why? Because we want to take the last little shred of hope and desire and fun and excitement that you have for this dog shit team. And we're going to smash it into smithereens. Because why? The Nets were like, everyone that you want to see, we're not letting you see. Besides Giannis and Dame. So the Nets decide to sit Nick Claxton, Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, and Cam Johnson. None of those dudes were injured at all. But, by the way, they still have Mikael Bridges, right? They still have Royce O'Neal. They still have Cam Thomas. Maybe Cam Thomas will put up like 65, right? No. Also, not so fast. Jacques Vaughn decided after the first quarter to sit Bridges, Thomas, and O'Neal. And they were down by one point. One point. They were you know, getting blown out by 30. I was like, okay, let's just send in the white flag. No, no. It was a competitive game all the way into the middle of the third quarter. Fourth quarter comes around. The scrubs get gassed. Shocker. They lose by like a million. They trail by seven at halftime. This is outrageous. Not only have fans gone, up, gone ballistic, not only did they get eviscerated by the Nets and the other NBA media, even the other players.
players, the players who got benched were like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Don't ask me. I have no clue what is happening. Mikkel Bridges was asked about why and his thoughts about why he played only 12 minutes. Did not like the choice, whatever that was, but it's whatever. Definitely was not a fan. How, how does he feel? What do you think that culture is like right now? When Mikhail Bridges is like, didn't like that, whatever that was. Yeah, whatever that was. When asked if he needed a rest, he said no. Never need a rest. This is a dude who just went viral on TikTok for eating Chipotle every single day for 10 straight years. A man of routine. Started a game every single game for the last five years. Maybe the more impressive stat you've ever seen. And guess what? And guess what? And they were like, fuck you. No shot. Fuck your Chipotle and your minutes played. Royce O'Neal was also asked about getting benched. And he said, who doesn't want to play out there? I feel like if we had the chance, we would say we don't want to rest. So let's check in on Jacques Vaughn. Jacques, why'd you do it? Why would you do that considering that it was a home game that coincided with Christmas break when tons of kids would be coming home to Barclays? Jacques Vaughn, are you actually the Grinch that stole Christmas? And he said, I've got to think short-term and long-term and make executive decisions for the betterment of the group. It's unfortunate tonight that they got to the point where we were putting them in harm's way by putting them out there tonight. What the? Are we going to war? Is this is this Vietnam? Like at Barclays Center? Was were there people in the bamboo with sniper rifles? What is happening? Putting them in harm's way? We are talking basketball. We are talking about a game. Are you serious? I would like Jock Vaughn to sit there and tell all 18,199 paying customers who packed the arena with the capacity of 17,732 when this is one of the least sold-out arenas in NBA, one of the least watched teams in basketball on TV. But hey, right? Don't blame Jacques. Blame what the Nets call their quote-unquote performance team, which is tasked with figuring things out like load management. I would like to say, as a, as a strong believer in logic, that this is one of those games where Sean Marks calls Jacques Vaughn up and says, we need to get some minutes for Noah Clowney. What, like, whoever. Like, these randoms on the team that probably need to be traded. Let's get some additional playing time for Harry Giles and Dayron Sharp and... Dennis Smith Jr., maybe he could be a nice little piece to a contender needing a backup point guard. Let's get Trendon Watford and Derek Whitehead. Can you imagine you're 10 years old, right? You like you like Mikhail Bridges and Nick Claxton, right? Maybe hell. You even like Cam Thomas and his chucking. And you go there and you're excited. It's Giannis versus your team. Giannis versus Nick Claxton. And instead, you get a steady dose of Trendon Watford. Do you know how fucking pissed I would be as a kid? Are you serious? Vaughn's trying to play the good soldier. Sean Marks has got his fingers in the mix. He's blaming things on the performance team. Players have no clue. Nobody's obviously communicating with them what the story is because they're not playing the good soldier either. They're saying we're clueless. 
And when when Toll Bridges and Cam Johnson were upset over the decision, guess what Jacques Vaughn had to say? This is where it gets more insane. He says, it's just like my kids. That doesn't mean you have to agree with me. I understand I have to make a choice. That's my position as the head coach. But it's just like my kids. Doesn't mean you have to agree with my decision. Are we serious? These grown men make millions of dollars. And if they don't win and get the playing time that they need, that affects their careers. This is not like a kid that wants to sleep over at his friend's house. This is ridiculous. Thankfully, Dame and Giannis and Middleton and Lopez all played. All Bucks starters played 29 or more minutes. Even on the road. Even in their third game in five days. Let me say this. If it was the other way around, I would have understood it. What does Milwaukee care about what Brooklyn fans think? But no, they're the ones going out like Kobe Bryant and showing out on a random game against a dog shit team. The Nets have now lost eight of ten games. They are now in danger of what I already saw, which is punting on the entire season. They are perilously close to losing their entire fan base. After the toxicity of the last three years, this was supposed to be the year where everyone got excited about the rebuild. Scrappy players, development, fun, Kenny Atkinson nets, D'Angelo Russell nets, Jared Allen nets, no, 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 Derek Whitehead nets, Trendon Watford nets. No one thinks this team was ever going to compete for a title. But a playoff spot right now in the East, real possibility. And that, you, that was a game you absolutely could beat the Bucks in. And that would have been a huge success, even for a franchise that's been a massive disappointment. Just beating the Bucks over Christmas break, those are the little wins that would have been very meaningful. But no, they're still going to do bizarre things. Turn the offense over to Cam Johnson or Cam Thomas, excuse me, when he's a liability. Find a way to make Mikhail Bridges regress. Bench their starters when they're not hurt. And now they're being investigated by the league to see if they're in violation of the new NBA anti-tanking rules, rules, which, by the way, they are. They are in violation. I think we all know. It's not like the Nets even matter if they're tanking because they don't even have their own picks. So what the fuck are the Nets doing? I have zero idea. And from the sound of things, no one else does either. Can we also get the hashtag free Spencer Dinwiddie trending, free Mikkel Bridges trending, free Cam Johnson's trending? Please, someone fix this now. <laughs>